welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Years ago, I realized that I needed to make an adjustment. I need to make changes to survive as a business owner, as a photographer. And what I needed to do first was to truly understand my core. What is my core as a business person? I knew I couldn't stay there, but I also knew I couldn't neglect it. And I want to talk about what is your core. We talk a lot about combinations on this channel. And we're going to continue to talk about combinations on this channel. I just completed what I would refer to as my combination manifesto. It's a video that's coming out on Wednesday. But before I could do that, I need to understand who I was and what my core skill at the time was, which was photography. I've since developed other core skills, but I needed to understand what that was because I need to understand what that core skill was. I also need to understand who my core target market was and is, who are my core clients now. In other words, you need to understand who you are before you can make those leaps into creating something new, innovation, creating a, a new style, a new understanding, a new business. Creating a new business is really, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. And so we need to combine things to our core to innovate and become better than the competition. However, again, we need to know our core first. Hey, my name is Rosh. Welcome. This is the Creative Marketing Show. It is great to have you here. Those of you who are catching me live, feel free to say hello, ask questions. I'll answer questions at the end of the show. Um, not the end of the show, but after I go through this main portion. And actually, I have some really good questions this week. They're very business-related, uh, such as, should I borrow money to start a business? Uh, what is a successful business? Do I need a logo? There's these types of questions. I thought I, I they're, they're very common questions, and I don't always address them on this show. Although, I think I'm getting more of that now that people are starting to embrace the idea of developing your own unique success combination. I mean, it's so important to just understand who you are and what it is and what you need to fix it personally or in your business to grow your business. And again, understanding that core was really important for me. What I did at the time is understand that, look, as you know, we want multiple sources of income, our combination seven, five, three, one, seven being seven sources of income. And what I wanted to do, and uh, hey, happy, happy to do it. Thank you for being there, Harley. And uh, I, I didn't realize you had that other channel. And so um, I, I subbed Harley today. I had to jump in on that. And uh, he has a great, um, a great uh, hacking, oh, <laughs> home hacking, hacking homes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I just went to your channel for the first time, but there's some really good 
um, helpful advice on your channel. So um, I thought I'd just shout out that I'm probably making House of Hacks. Thank you, Harley. And I'm sure I'm making somebody mad by jumping in and stopping the story in the middle of that. But I had to say something. Um, so what I did at the time was I said to myself, I, everything that I do is I create these additional sources of income will lead back to photography. So as I started to develop my podcasts, I, I related photography and supported photographers, which helped drive um, new links to my portfolios and to my blog, which helped rise my uh, portfolios in the search engines, which allowed me to make more money. When I started working with website designers and supporting them, they needed a photographer. And so being involved in the direction of where more and more photography was going allowed me to photograph more. And speaking and people knowing me as a photographer, writing the books, all these different sources of income helped, but ultimately leaded Leaded, led back to my core, which was photography and still is quite often a, a it, well, not quite often, is a key part of what I do. Obviously, I do a lot of marketing strategy today because that also built and grew as part of my career. And so that that is why it's important to understand your core so you can you have something to work off of. So you don't go too far. So if somebody came up to me and said, hmm, uh, could you start making furniture for us? <laughs> well, would that lead to more photography? And the question is no. Not everything has to be a direct line, but if you can answer the question to your core, will this lead me back to my core of what I do? Then the answer could be yes. Maybe it, there is an investment element somewhere that could lead to more income but would that income allow you to do more of what you love to do? That could be something to consider as part of your internal conversation of understanding your core and what you want to do moving forward. So that's really what I want people to understand. And I've been getting some questions related to your USC, Unique Success Combination, why USC? And I think ultimately, I just I, I created a Twitter poll today. And one of the main things that people wanted was freedom. I, I asked them, you know, what, what do you want from owning your own business? Do you, is it the income possibilities, which seemed to get some play? Was it being your own boss? Was it the freedom? And then one of my favorite lines is that I'm just a horrible employee. <laughs> and some people who check that box too. But for the most part, I think a lot of times it's that freedom. And income possibilities, if you feel that it's you want more income, maybe it's the freedom to be able to purchase things or to have some control in your life. And I really do feel, and I think maybe that control element should have been the number four rather than a bad employee. But I think all of those elements are part of it. When you can grow your business and life in a way that allows you to have the freedom you want, and this isn't the big Ferrari, you know, Lamborghini kind of, you know, I live on a big mountain, you know, castle, you know, kind of thing. This is, look, I want to do what I love to do, living where I live with my family and being able to get up to go to work, 
to do something I love to do. And I don't have to be rolling into my office in a, a sports car. <laughs> you know, I, I love the car I have. It's great. It's new. It's fine. It does a great job. And my family's wonderful too. Wow. That is more than a lot of people can say that they live their lives under their own terms. And living your life under your own terms doesn't mean you have billions of dollars. It means you have a positive cash flow and you're, you have a business that is supplying the income necessarily necessary for your life. Now, everybody wants to continue, not everybody, but I think a lot of people want to continue to build on that and grow it and perfect it. And that is the mindful of being aware of your success combination, that there is no point of arrival, it is always changing. And that's something I address in the video that's coming out later this week. I, I, I hope you take a look at it. It's about 12 minutes long. And it really, really just dives into what is this all about? It's kind of my manifesto for 2019 to get us all on the same page as we work together to ultimately um, meet the success that we, we are looking for. And so, hey, if you have a specific reason uh, that you are looking for your own unique success combination, building your own business in life, what is that? What is that? Put it in the comments. I'm, I'm curious. And, and, and that, that helps me understand why people are here, why people are tapping on those videos, pushing play. Because sometimes it's purely because I put a, a, a um, tutorial out there that shared a little bit of information. But sometimes and, and quite often um, it, it has to do with the videos that are sharing information on how to make their businesses better in some way. And quite often it's very specific. And so this, rather than, it seems like as I move forward, I'm not narrowing down so much as I am expanding, but I have this umbrella, which again, we call unique success combination. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's the big news of the day. Are you ready? The big news of the day. Okay, here it is. The egg picture beats Kylie Jenner's most liked Instagram photo of all time. Now, I saw this online, but I was definitely made aware of it by my daughter this morning who had been tracking it, and all of her friends have been tracking this. It's a picture of an egg, and it's been shared or liked the most this morning. It, the, the previous record, uh, Jenner's record was eight, 18 million, and gosh golly, <laughs> by this morning is 28 million. And it's kind of, it's just a runaway thing. And so now you are informed, you know what's going on in the world. Another thing that I thought was interesting that may be more beneficial to your life is Google. Google in search engine land, they, they, there was an interview with Google and how Google actually has to rank too and figure out how to rank their websites. And some of the things that Google does to actually rank their websites. And as you know, SEO is a big part of certainly something that a lot of what I talk about because it has helped me grow my businesses. All the businesses that I have had through the years, man, search has been a big part of it. And, and they have to do the same thing. Now, what they are suggesting, there are a few small changes. Um, one is if you have similar types of sites, bring it all in under one. Bring it all under one website. So they had, for example, had six websites that were kind of similar. They brought it all under one 
domain and it helped boost their traffic because it's become it developed more authority. It was a much more authoritative site and, and it boosted the traffic overall as a whole. So you got more traffic from the one site than you did the six com, um, independently. So that helped. Um, and and they, they like to focus on the little changes, the little things to just continuously tweak. And I thought that was really important to think of that along the way, continuously trying new things. And um, hey, how you doing? Let's see, you do it. How you doing? Good, good for you. Ha! Wow. Great to have you here. <laughs> and uh, so we were just talking about uh, Google and in what they're doing to help uh, grow their SEO and improve their SEO. And so that I thought was really interesting and very helpful because that is certainly something we talk about in this day and age. If you have a website, if you if people find you online, if you have something that you offer you're solving a problem that uh, people will type into a search box to find the solution, then you need to understand SEO. It's going to help you. Okay, let me get into the, the questions, the Q&A this week. I have five questions that I've either found that I thought were relevant or people have asked me. So not all these questions are necessarily people who have, uh, say, uh, hit me up at, at Rosh Sillers on Twitter or um, in the comments. Some of these I thought were relevant because they're similar questions that people have asked. Uh, I do wanna jump in with um, what I have set up in terms of my routine with my video. So obviously we have this show every Monday, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time tends to be the standard, but I always leave that out that, hey, I work, you know, I have uh, clients and sometimes they need me at four o'clock on Mondays. So did I say Wednesdays? But anyway, every Monday, four o'clock. And that's the general rule for the live show. Wednesdays and Fridays. I'm going back to trying to get to two more during the week. And those will be general topics. They can be different elements that can you can provide, take and apply to your life and to your business to help you develop your own unique success combination. That's really what I look at as my job, trying to find ideas that I can share with you to help improve your business life. And usually they apply to the combination, obviously the seven, five, three, one combination. And again, which I'll talk about more in the video that's gonna be released on Monday and many other videos that I have on this channel. Then on the weekends, a lot of time, I don't get a lot of action on the weekends. A lot of people don't watch my videos on the weekends, which is a perfect time for me to release videos, the tutorial videos, the videos on how to do this, a little, how, you know, what, how to do this on YouTube, how to do that on Facebook, um, how to set up an ad. Those are the kinds of videos I release on the weekends because those are just kind of long-term evergreen search style videos, videos that people are going to find because they're trying to solve a problem. And I just release one or two of those over the weekend and with no fanfare, just, just kind of, they're, they're launched. And that's the way I'm doing it. So many of you may know that I started off, you know, my first year with a video a day. Oh, even better, um, the, the smartest thing I ever did in the world, uh, not really, uh, was to have 100 videos in January kick off 2017. And yes, I made it. And man, was that a grind. And boy, was it, it was not the best idea, nor did I... I don't think there was, there are two videos that have actually 
still getting some good traction from that 100. <laughs> so I don't know if it was fully worth it, but it was an experiment and we're always learning here on YouTube. That That's for sure. We're always trying new things. And so um, that that's the deal. So I, I'm, I'm back up. I, I step back. I'm just trying to find my rhythm. I think every other day is a good one for me. I can keep it up. I'll just do more videos from right here. The, the longer production ones are the ones where I'm all over the place around the grounds here at White House Studios. And that, yes, that is where I'm recording from, White House Studios. Okay, to the questions, because I know that's what you're thinking. Okay, uh, question. Should I borrow money to start a business? And I think that is a great question. A lot of people ask that question. Um, there's often a question, how, how can I start a business without any money? And there are quite a few ways to go about it. Now, here in, in Detroit, a lot of times people need capital because they have to buy big equipment. And you better know what you're doing in that situation. Uh, however, you know, should you borrow money? I, I like to work organically. There are a couple of ways to approach this. I've always built my businesses organically. In other words, I go out there, I make some money, and I reinvest it in my business to help grow it. That is the slower growth method. However, it's much safer. So let's put it this way. I've had business failures. Because I had those failures and no major debt, I won't say zero debt, but I'll say not much debt for those businesses, it didn't bankrupt me for life. I was able to restart with a new idea and a new direction. If you, if you borrow a lot of money, a lot of times you got to pay all that money back. <laughs> I mean, it just depends if you're finding agile investors who are taking the risk and so forth. Uh, but, you know, you better have a darn good idea that's going to pay them back if you're going to look for angel investors. So I, I say, for the most part, if it's, if it's going to be your career and you want this to be a long-term small business, I would go organically and not ask for much money. You know, you, hey, friends and family relationships have been ruined by borrowing money. Doesn't mean it can't happen. There are many success stories where somebody borrowed money, you know, from family and, and went off and did great. But you just have to be careful with that. So, you know, it just depends on the type of business you're running, what you need to get started, and make sure you have a good business plan around it so you understand where that money is going. I never recommend that, especially in the service side, that you go buy the building and bring in all the employees and then go find the customers. <laughs> I just don't see that that is the right way to go. And some people do that, get all the fancy furniture and here we go. Okay, let's go get some customers. No, 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 no. It's, it's much better to uh, get customers, get a sense of how you can grow, get a feeling for it. And then if you can accurately project and say, look, if I wanna get to this point, I have so many customers, this is how quickly we get them. I think we can get them a little bit faster with a little more cash. And here's the plan that could work. Okay, I, I think you got the point there. When should I hire my first employee was the next question. And that, that is an excellent question. And, and I worked with a company that we really grew quickly over a few years. And I, I, I played a big role in that as just two of us at, at a coffee shop. And we built that company over five years. 
I'm more of an organic growth kind of guy. He, I, I have to give him full credit, is he took the time to bring in good staff and he brought in good people. He was not a great manager, but he brought in good people and it really did help grow the company. Make sure you can afford these people. You know, if you get to a certain point, you know how much you want to bring in, you know your cost of doing business, and you have so many thousands of dollars at the end of the month in positive cash flow, take a part of that or half of that and say, bring on a part-time employee and start building from there. Or some people use virtual assistants. Maybe you start there and work your way in. But I, I highly recommend, because there's nothing worse than firing or letting especially a good person go. So make sure you plan it out, but do know that real and, and learn how to hire well, learn how to pick talent. And, and the thing is, having good people around you to help you grow a business will exponential growth your, your company. I mean, it really does make a big difference when you have multiple people supporting. You're not doing all the things at once. Now, there, there, there are some things. Here, here, here's a, a little thing. To, to share, you know, it's all, it's all relative in terms of your success. And that is kind of getting to the next question. What is a successful business? If I told you not long before I started this show, I was in the bathroom here and I was cleaning it. <laughs> what would you say? Well, man, you know, that, what, what kind of a, you know, successful person is he? Well, you can also look at it this way. I'm in a nice, cool building. The bathroom is in my office. It's my office on the top floor. And, you know, I have, you know, microwave and kitchen, you know, kitchen stuff here and large screen TVs and, you know, all of this area to work and people, uh, you know, there's a lot in this room and a lot of people don't even have that. But no, I've not hired people to, you know, clean the toilet. So that was me. So as a small business person is what I'm saying. It's a lot of times we wear a lot of hats and knowing when is the right time to bring other people in. But it's all relative. There are a lot of people who don't have a studio downstairs from their office that you can they can use anytime. Commercial studio with, you know, for kitchen and then the back room where I do my videos and then my own private office upstairs, again, with, with a restroom attached. So again, it's all relative. Some people would be like, oh my gosh, and other people like, wow, I wish I could have that someday. So your success is relative. I like to say success is simply this in business. If you have a positive cash flow, in other words, more money coming in than going out at the end of the month and you're paying your bills, you have a successful business. That alone is hard to do. A lot of people have, you know, paychecks coming in and are paying everyone and paying their bills because they borrowed the money or they have investors and so forth. But when that runs out, so if you have done the work that and understand your cost of doing business and at the end of the month, you have more money coming in than going out, that's success. As I've often mentioned, I'd rather have, you know, a $50,000 business and, you know, have zero debt and, you know, 5,000 left over than a million dollar business in owing 200,000 at the end of the year. That there's a big difference. And so some people have very, very small micro businesses. Some have larger businesses. I mean, I, I'm fortunate having a six figure business is great. 
Um, and I enjoy the hard work that came with that and enjoy every moment of it. Okay, so do I need a logo? Um, yes, I think you do. Now you have to remember, your logo is not your brand. Your brand is your reputation, but your logo represents who you are. In other words, when people see that logo, just like when someone sees your face, they have a reaction. If they have no reaction, well, you have some work to do to get some awareness about that. They've never seen it before. But you want that logo to represent you in the public place, in the pu public market. And so it is important. And it, it does represent you. And you do want it to be professional. You can use like Canva. There's many logo makers out there that you can use. And I highly recommend that you, you use them or even better, which is what I've done. And I probably need a refresh even. It's been a number of years. But I hire a designer. It, it, it really is worth it to hire a designer if, if it's within the budget. If not, we are fortunate today that there are a lot of resources to create reasonable, reasonable logos um, on our own. Uh, but, but maybe look around and get some advice and show it around before you just decide that you're, especially if you have no design skills, which hello, that would be me. I, I, I don't think I have a lot of design skills. I'm getting better. Like my thumbnails, I think are getting better, but that, that over time, that's nonetheless, it's, that's its practice and, and continuously trying to do better and better, but I don't make logos every day. So hiring a designer has certainly been um, the right idea, especially for clients. I've hired designers for my client logos and uh, it's, been, it's been good. Okay. Last question on this uh, section. How do you know when to quit a business? And that I thought was a really interesting question. When do you quit? Well, I, I think if there is, the passion is, is certainly gone. If you do not have the resources to continue the business, you know, there are different, there are different times based on different situations. If we talk about, we talked about a business and borrowing money and it being a long-term, it's your life, it's your livelihood. So if you're saying, should I quit? Ask yourself what you're going to do next. That's a good question. So say during the recessions and so forth like that, I've had to ask myself, well, should I quit? Should I do something else? What else am I going to do? This is my life and I'm going to have to make adjustments through it. So if it is your life, then, you know, I would say hold on as long as you can until the point, well, hey, maybe you need to get a job somewhere else. If you can be employed um, elsewhere, do so. But that's not always the answer. Now, if it's just an investment, if it's an investment and you have many other ideas and places you can go, um, then maybe let it go before you lose too much more money. So that's the way I would look at it. You may have different opinions. There is no good answer on that topic. If you have a thought on that, when should you quit? Put it in the comments below. Feel free to share your thoughts on that topic because I think it is a good topic. I think knowing when to quit is important. There is not always an obvious answer. And so I truly think um, it's something maybe to think about even before you start your business. We started off with starting your business and should you borrow money? to start your business, but maybe while you're going through that process, think about what would be the signal? What is the failure for you? What is the point? What is the breaking point? What is that warning sign so you don't take it on another six months when it's not going to help? 
you know, there is probably a failure point that you say, okay, when I see this happen, I'm out. And that I think is probably a good way to go. Understand. Um, hey, Gord, how you doing? Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, understand where it is that you see that pivot point of saying, okay, we're, we're going a different direction. So I think that's pretty good. All right. So any questions, feel free, put them in the comments. Um, thank you for coming in, Gord. We're talking about our core today and understanding who we are, our base. Um, we talk a lot about the combination code and combining and our unique success combination. But before you can combine it all and understand what your next steps are, you need to understand who you are in the first place. And um, I think that is really important. So we are wrapping it up here. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week, Monday, noon, Eastern noon. Gosh, I do that every time. It's four o'clock generally Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. I've had a I've had a whole show of wow. Don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, and uh, okay, thank you, Gord. Yeah, check the replay. And I am uh, I have my uh, my uh, manifesto. Uh, video coming out this week, along with a few other ones. If you're interested in Facebook ads and what I tell my clients, I have a video last week on that topic. Thank you again. We'll talk to you.